drunk do you have to be to think that you're gonna be a subway <clears throat> sandwich Welcome back to episode five of GMTA. Today we are talking all about the glory days, college, and we have a very special guest here, and it is my lovely roommate, Laura. Laura, say hi, introduce yourself. Hey guys, oh my god, I'm so just grateful to be featured on your guys' fifth podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to dive into what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> we have a ton of crazy stories um, to read for you, but, you know, Laura's going to be here throughout the episode to give her commentary and, you know, talk about her college experience as well, because, you know what, this is actually perfect because we both went to Illinois State and Laura right. went to Grand Valley, a completely different college, so it'll be cool to have her perspective in here. But, um, you know, kind of going off of crazy college stories, Ashley and I, you know, we love to have the podcast be very interactive. So we asked you all to submit your anonymous crazy college stories, and we chose a couple of standout stories that we are going to share with you all. One of you guys said, at UIC long ago, I was in an honors bio lab uh, study group with two girls from India. We were in the lab after class alone when they started talking about fantasies. One said, what if we had sex in the lab? Not wanting to rain on their parade, I agreed to help them out. We were nervous, but at 18, we also said, fuck it. It was one of the most fun hours I had in college. After, we all went back to being a friendly study group. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's hilarious. I have, it's a little long, but it's really a good one. This one had Ashley and I literally rolling on the ground <laughs> laughing when we read it earlier. Seriously, so funny. Okay, but so funny. I'm so excited to hear this. So this takes place during my junior year of college in 2012. I had just gotten home from the midnight premiere of the first Avengers, you know, back when midnight premieres were actually at midnight. I had a 9 a.m. class in less than six hours, so I went back to my apartment to catch some sleep. I walk in and my roommate Sharon had a random guy and a girl over without asking and they had music on really loud. I head down the hallway to pack a bag and head to my sister's place and that's when my roommate's boyfriend, Big Ben for the sake of this story, comes tearing out of Sharon's room in just his underwear. I exclaim, what the fuck are you doing in your underwear? And he shoves me into a wall. This is not normal behavior for him. So I call my sister Megan, freaking out. She grabs her now husband, who we're calling Little Ben, because he's also named Ben, but he's much smaller in size than my roommate's boyfriend. I hide in my room until my sister and Little Ben arrive. They come into my room and Megan is mad. She was so mad she walked past what was going on in my living room without paying attention. She tells me to grab my stuff so we can leave. Little Ben then says, I am not not going back out there. I just saw a man's dick. The only way we're leaving is through this window. While I'd been waiting on them to arrive, Big Ben had taken off his underwear and was running around the room shouting, come fuck me, Sharon. Oh, wait, are you too busy fucking everyone else to fuck me in the nude? We eventually decided to make a run for it. As Megan, Little Ben, and I are trying to leave, Big Ben locks himself in Sharon's room and is breaking her things. <laughs> Little Ben and I run outside with the random guy and girl from earlier. <laughs> Meanwhile, Megan is stopped by Sharon. Why is he doing this, Megan? I don't understand, she wails. Megan explains that he probably found out that Sharon's cheating on him and is clearly on drugs, so we should call the cops. Sharon denies the cheating and tells Megan we can't call the cops because, quote unquote, he is two DUIs and will go to jail forever. Before Before Megan can explain, that's not how the judicial system works. Big Ben throws open the door somehow, now with a pair of pants on, and quite literally Naruto runs out of the apartment past myself and little Ben and the two random people Sharon had over into the fucking woods. Thinking we are safe from the wrath of Big Ben, we lock the apartment door so he can't return. However, as we try to leave, Big Ben comes tearing out of the woods toward us and looks like he's going to hit Sharon. Oh, fuck. Little Ben bravely tries to stop him, which then Big Ben concludes that this must be who is sleeping with Sharon behind his back and tries to beat him up. So just for clarification, Little Ben is the person who submitted the story's sister's boyfriend. But Big Ben thinks Little Ben is like 
her side piece, even though he's not. Okay. That's when the random guy from my kitchen finally decides to help defuse the situation and put Big Ben in a chokehold. At this point, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> other people have come out of their apartments to watch the spectacle. The random guy who has Big Ben in a chokehold is shouting, I am not letting go until you promise not to touch anyone. I, of course, had called the cops at this point. The spectators start shouting, let him go. He's turning purple. The random guy lets Big Ben go and Big Ben goes after Sharon again. <laughs> The random guy clocks Big Ben in the face, and he was out before he fell to the ground. He punched Big Ben so hard he was snoring. He eventually, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. he eventually comes awake and keeps shouting, "I am gonna dress up like a subway sandwich, motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> Since Sharon worked at Subway, the only conclusion I could come to was that he had some sort of plan to go undercover as a Subway sandwich to find out who Sharon was cheating on him with. The cops arrived to arrest him and take oh our statements. God. I tried to convince them to take his underwear that were on my floor as evidence so I didn't have to touch it, touch them, and they were not amused by this suggestion. The random guy is clearly in shock from the whole situation. He turns to Megan and goes, I've never punched someone before. I really didn't want to have to do that. Who was that guy anyway? To which Megan replies, that's Sharon's boyfriend. The random guy goes completely white in the face and says, wait, Sharon has a boyfriend? <laughs> so the oh random God. guy in their apartment was like her side piece. Oh. That like the boyfriend must have like walked in on or whatever, Big Ben. The Subway sandwich part is like really what did it for me. I'm gonna dress up like a fucking Subway sandwich. <laughs> Who says that? How I have no idea. How drunk do you have to be to think that you're gonna be a Subway sandwich? Like, yes, you, a human being, are gonna blend in as a Subway <laughs> sandwich. Please let me know how that, that is works. So funny. We do have another one. So this one had me cracking up earlier today at work. This person said, this was early on freshman year of college. I met my roommate through a random roommate portal. So we were still getting to know each other while living in a small dorm. It was neat. During a weekend night, I decided to stay in and study and my roommate went out with other friends from the dorm. Fast forward to about 3 a.m. and I hear the door open loudly. It's my roommate waking me up from my sleep. Once I come to my senses, I discover that he's brought a friend with him. This friend appeared much older than a normal college age person. So I was like, hmm. The friend started roaming around the hallway of the dorm. And my roommate comes over to me and whispers as belligerently as possible. I met this guy downtown. He's really cool and his name is Blank. And he's kind of homeless. Oh. <laughs> so he's gonna sleep on the futon tonight oh oh and fuck. then he leaves my eyes widened like excuse me i'm wide awake now and i look at my laptop that is sitting across the room and i hide it in my closet and close the closet door as tight as possible and run back into my bunk this guy really let a homeless man in <laughs> me being the ever so understanding roommate i thought to myself whatever and just went back to sleep praying that this homeless man does not take any valuables from my dorm room i wake up a couple of hours later and peek down at my futon the man is gone my roommate is actually awake and he's sanitizing our futon with some disinfectant wipes he looks up at me and sees that i'm awake and apologizes to me and i go check my closet and pull out the first drawer for me if my laptop is missing i hate you the laptop is miraculously there and i let out a sigh of relief my roommate keeps going saying, man, I don't know what I was thinking. I was pretty fucked up. I take a look around the room and see that nothing else is really missing. So I'm happy as could be. I let my roommate know that everything is okay. Then I looked at our little snack pantry. Everything is gone. Homie took <laughs> Homie took our three packets of ramen, four packs of fruit snacks, and half a roll of saltine crackers that I was literally eating the night before. <laughs> My roommate and I let out a laugh and fast forward to today. We are still the best of friends. I never let him forget it, though. He let a homeless man sleep in our dorm room. Okay, that could have actually been so dangerous. That could have been awful. Like, But... Honestly, respect for the fact that he was like respectful and you know, yeah, like took, I, he just took their snacks. He man needed to eat. I know he didn't take any of the valuables. Shout and out, shout out to him. I want to know who this is, and if you guys want to come yeah, forward, and reveal say it, yourself. Definitely reveal so yourself. Funny. I want to. I want to meet 
you and your roommate and i want to like definitely grill your fucking roommate don't get me wrong like your roommate sounds like a good person for taking a homeless man in but you also seem like a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) who knows like this literally could have been anyone oh Oh my gosh that's fucking insane to me thank you all for submitting your stories um they were all hilarious and it was really hard to like narrow them down but we're gonna share some more on the instagram account um coming up but i actually have a really funny story of my own to share with you all and my roommates i know or my college roommates i know they all listen to the podcast so emma hannah and morgan shout out to all of you guys (laughs) um if you if you know me well chances are you know the story i don't know have i ever i don't know if i've ever told either of you i told ashley what happened but i didn't give her any details and laura i don't know if you know this story yeah i have no idea so i'm excited okay so let me set the scene this is my junior year of college and you know morgan my roommate and i decide like oh we're gonna stay in for the night we're gonna like go to walmart and we're gonna get cookie dough and we're just gonna like go to bed early and hang out like we're not gonna we don't really feel like going out tonight so go to walmart get the cookie dough come back whatever we're just like hanging out having our lazy night in and we both decide that we're gonna hit the hay early well hannah who is our one of our other roommates her boyfriend is here shout out to ryan and also their friend colin came to stay as well when we left to go to walmart they were just like hanging out and in the living room watching a movie and our other roommate emma decided to go out that night so she went to a party Hannah, Colin, and Ryan are in the living room watching a movie. Morgan and I get home. We decide to go to bed. So we go to sleep. And mind you, just to preface, I have horrible eyesight. Like to those of you who know me, like I literally cannot see when I wake up in the morning. So you'll understand this later, but I I have bad eyesight. And just keep this in mind. So whatever. We go to sleep. I wake up in the middle of the night, obviously, like, you know, took my contacts out. And I didn't put my glasses back on because I know my way around the apartment. I'm just walking, you know, to the kitchen to get a glass of water. Like, I can do this with my phone flashlight. So whatever. I'm half awake, can barely see anything, grab my phone flashlight, walk to the kitchen, grab the Brita out of the fridge, fill up my cup. And I notice on my way back from the kitchen that our futon looks a little bit like disheveled and all the pillows are on the floor. I know someone's sleeping on the futon, but... In my mind, I'm like, oh, Colin's over. So Colin's asleep on the futon, whatever. So I go back to sleep. A couple, I don't know how long it was later because I go back to sleep. But Morgan bursts into my room screaming bloody murder, screaming and crying. And she's like, Sam, Sam, there's a man in my bed. There's a man in my bed. And I'm like, what? Calm down, calm down. What do you What do you mean there's a man in your bed? Get in my room, lock the door. So she gets in my room, she locks the door. And I'm like, okay, explain what happened. And she's like, I was just, I was asleep. I was asleep and this man literally just plopped down on my bed right next to me. He just plopped down and he's laying there and he didn't touch me, nothing, but he's in my bed. He's in my bed. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh my God, what? And then I go, wait, 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 wait a second. Backtrack. When you walked out into the living room, oh, okay, I forgot a part. When I had walked out to go fill up my water, there was someone asleep on the couch and someone asleep on the futon. You know, I couldn't see anything, so I had assumed that the person asleep on the couch was Hannah's boyfriend, Ryan. Oh, he just fell asleep on the couch and they were watching the movie. She didn't want to wake him up. And then I think the person on the futon is Colin. So anywho, backtrack to when we're inside my room. I'm like, okay, wait, hold a second. Hold on a second. Was there somebody on the futon when you walked back into my room? And she said, no, it was just Colin on the couch. And I was like, oh, no, 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 Colin's not on the couch. Colin was laying on the futon and Ryan was asleep on the couch. And she was like, oh, my God, wait, Colin totally just like got up and sleepwalked into my room and like probably just like, you know, he probably sleepwalks and whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, that's total. Well, because he was asleep on the futon. That's exactly what happened. And so she's like, OK, well, can I just stay in here with you tonight? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. So you know, keep the door locked. We go to sleep, wake up as normal. In the morning, we get out of our room, walk into the um, living room, you know, to just reconvene in the morning. And Colin is dead asleep on the couch. No one's on the futon. No one's in Morgan's bed. And Hannah and Ryan emerge from Hannah's room. And we're like, Ryan, did you sleep in Hannah's room all night? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, so you, you didn't sleep on the couch. And he's like, no. And I'm like, Colin, did you were you on the futon at any point last night? And he's like, no, I, I, was, asleep, I was asleep on the couch oh all God. night. And so we go like look at Morgan's room. It's all like disheveled. And there's like, like someone slept in there. And so then Hannah's like, I have no idea what was going on. I was fucking sleeping. What, like what happened? And Emma's like, wait, I walked in 
from the party last night and the door was unlocked or no the door was locked and there was someone sleeping on the futon and it wasn't Colin but I just assumed it was one of your guys's friends and we were like wait what, <laughs> what? and so we kind of oh like we kind of like put two and two together and figured out it was just some like really super drunk kid who probably lived in our building thought that he was coming into his own apartment and then like woke up and was like whose fucking bed am I in when he was in Morgan's room because whoever this kid was had like no malicious intent because he locked the apartment door behind him oh so like he thought it was own, his own apartment and like obviously he couldn't make it far because like our futon was probably a good five feet away from the door so he must have like fallen onto the futon and then thought that Morgan's bed was his bed oh and God. so yeah it's like the it's so much funnier when we all tell it together but I just seriously think that's like one of the funniest stories I couldn't even imagine what it would be like in Morgan's situation like given like you guys thought that it could have been like someone that you knew like one that's still kind of weird but like it's whatever like it's there's still comfort in knowing that it's someone you know but like after finding out that it was a complete fucking stranger I know it was so random I couldn't imagine it I kind of have two, one more so relating to me, which really isn't too long, and then one more so relating to an experience that I had, but it wasn't really like me. It was more of like what my friend experienced. My sophomore year, I got into a sorority, got super fucked up like the night that we all partied and like, you know, the night that we essentially like all got in and like celebrated and everything. I probably downed an entire bottle within like an hour. Holy cannoli. Maybe a little over an hour, but like, yeah, I, I was, I was pretty bad, but anyways, did not last long. I remember like going to whatever like house we were at and I went into the shower because like I needed to puke and I turned the water on and it's all like, like it just like shoots at me. Like, and I'm fully fully clothed and everyone's looking at me like, what the fuck? But like given there were a shit ton of people there like puking too. So like it it was whatever. It was just a shit show. But anyways, like. My big at the time, she took me home, like, made sure that I was okay, like, dropped me off to my roommates, and my roommates were like, Ashley, what the fuck? Like, you were only out for, like, this amount of time. <laughs> like, anyways, they get me changed, like, and apparently, like, I'm just, like, laying on the floor of, like, our living room, or our kitchen, whatever. It doesn't matter. So I'm laying on the floor of, like, the kitchen, and I have my phone in my hand. And apparently, I had logged into my student portal. Don't know how I did that, because I was literally belligerent and i was trying to change my major to wrestling (laughs) (laughs) and i i don't remember this but my roommates love to tell this story over and over that i just somehow was able to like do that and they like they were saying that i was literally screaming i want to change my major to wrestling i want to be the next like nikki bell or whatever who was like my god one of the wrestlers on like wwe yes i don't don't even i don't even watch wrestling (laughs) i don't even watch fucking wrestling but whatever i tried to change my major yeah that was sophomore year my crazy story comes from freshman year so hang on tight because this one's kind of a kind of a doozy so me and one of my uh me and one of my roommates brick we and i call her brick just because like it's our nickname for her her actual name is not brick i fucking promise (laughs) i know it's kind of weird but whatever um so we were out in downtown bloomington like at the bars like with her big at the time um we were able to get in like we were just enjoying the night and later on like we get a call from one of our friends um who had like a sorority formal at the time and her boyfriend at the time now ex-boyfriend we'll call him um we're gonna call him window boy and you'll find out why so window boy goes to the sorority formal like with his girlfriend and they get into a fight and he ends up like walking all the way home from downtown bloomington all, all the way to like you know uptown normal where, where isu is and i don't even know how many miles that is that's it's far yeah it's a long it's a long way to walk like you should have just ubered but whatever so they get into an argument and she like chases him back and they are like standing in one of the common areas of the what like the residence hall yeah and I don't know, Sam, how tall would you say, like, the windows were at Wadi? Like, you know, the big oh, glass gosh. ones, like, mm, over 10 feet? Very tall. I don't Definitely, know how long. I, I feel really like they remember. were, okay. So, anyways, they were standing by, like, this window that was definitely over 10 feet tall. It was on the first floor, and they got into such a big argument. I think she had, like, maybe touched him or, like, pushed him or something. Or maybe she didn't even push him. But he got so mad to the point where he ran out of the window 
and he completely shattered it like the entire oh. window fell on top of him he destroyed oh it and he was covered in blood and i'm pretty sure he tried to blame her who and she's like this like little itty bitty like 110 pound girl and he's like trying to say that like she pushed him out the window oh god definitely not like he just ran out on his own because he was fucking crazy but whatever so a bunch of guys from our floor um end up helping him up and like they take him upstairs and you know they're holding him they're putting like the t-shirt against his head because he's bleeding you know they call us and they tell us what happened he ended up going to the hospital and me and my roommate Brick, like we ended up, you know, coming home from downtown Bloomington so we could, you know, be with our friends and, you know, kind of guide them through the situation. And we ended up taking um, the girl to the hospital so she could see like her ex-boyfriend. But anyways, like before that happened, like as we were walking over to like our like dorm area, just walking up the stairs, blood all oh over the God. walls, like all over the stairs, like it was it was insane. Dude, it's literally crazy hearing you tell that story because I came home from Madison, Wisconsin that night, me and my roommates, and we literally walked in and we like saw the blood and everything and we never found out what happened. Well, now you know what happened. Yeah. But yeah so there was literally blood everywhere. It was fucking insane. And anyway, so like we took our friend to the hospital because um, like she just was not in the right state to drive. And yeah, um, totally. You know, I think Brick ended up driving and like, we kind of like visited him and he was being very, very cold towards her. Um, but anyways, like he had gotten in a huge amount of trouble because one, he didn't go to the school and oh it was God. like destruction of private property. Holy so shit. I know he got in trouble with like the school that he ended up going to. He got in trouble with like our school. Um, obviously, like normal PD, like they took him in to the police station. Right. She like had his. So the girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, whatever you want to call her, like she had his phone and during his time like you know from being at the police station um she had found out that he was actually cheating on her and she was pissed because one he ruined like her sorority formal oh, night this poor girl oh, second she found out that he was cheating on her and then he ends up like you know how you get your one phone call in jail or whatever yeah he ended up calling her and she was like why the fuck did you call me like you cheated on me like you were in my what night the whatever fuck? it was just insane so she went through so much and it was a lot. I know that this story is kind of going all over the place. Poor girl. But yeah, it was a crazy ass fucking time. Oh, sweet girl. If you are listening to this, <laughs> I am sorry for all that you went through. And I hope that you are better now because that sounds like a load of shit to deal with. Kind of uh, getting off of crazy fucking college stories because we've took up a lot of time uh, just talking <laughs> about those. And I'm sure that you guys are enjoying them or at least we hope that you guys are. But kind of just like diving back into college life in itself. Laura, do you want to talk about your like roommate experience your freshman year? Yeah. So I did mean, you have a good experience? Not really. Oh, no. You know, like some people have really good experiences and some people don't. So like I said before, like I went to college in Michigan and um, you know how you get like a Facebook um, group mm-hmm. for like, you know, people in your same year graduating and trying to find a roommate because not many people from my high school or none of my friends went to the school that I went to. So I'm like, okay, got to find a roommate. And so I go on this Facebook group chat thing and I find this girl um, who actually is like a long lost family friend for some reason, like somehow I don't, it's complicated to get into the story why, but I ended up knowing her family and she knew us and, um, her name, I'm not going to say her name, but, um, she's really nice. Like, don't get me wrong. She's very, very nice, but I did not know what I was getting myself into. Um, so we go on whatever, like we set up our room all cute, you know, we get matching bedspreads, getting, you know, like those fuzzy chairs, um, that everybody had in their room, like the (laughs) carpet, the Keurig, whatever. It's cute. Like as time goes on, she starts to get a little like, I don't know, like risky, I want to say. And I was still like a more reserved, um, freshman, especially in the beginning of the year. Um, but she would start bringing back these random guys when I would be asleep (gasps) and I would hear like these like random people like talking in my room and it's pitch black. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And she would like bring in a ton of like random people. Like one time I was coming back because we had community showers. So I'd have to walk down like the hallway, like in the girls hallway, go take a shower, come back in my towel. I come back and there's like random men in the room and I'm like, dude, (laughs) You didn't fucking say anything. So just like little things like that and like 
one time she had a really bad pregnancy scare and she oh. wouldn't she wouldn't get a test and <gasps> um I was like dude you got to know one way or another you know if you are then you know we'll we'll work it out and you know see where to go from there but she just would not take a test and thank god like she wasn't pregnant or anything but um just like little things like it I to this day I haven't really talked to her at all um I moved on after that to new roommates my sophomore year and I love them to death still now like there's some of my closest friends but my freshman year was just like not it in the roommate in the roommate section so (laughs) I um so I actually lived with my second cousin my freshman year and like we didn't like we didn't have any like issues like we got like annoyed with each other and Lainey I know you literally follow the podcast and you're probably listening to this love you hope you're doing great (laughs) um we never had any like like we didn't get in any like fights or anything like that but like we were just different people and so like we were cousins like loved each other to death but like we were basically just roommates like we would really just kind of like coexist in the space I was like (laughs) I remember one little like tiff that we always got into was like I really liked the room to be freezing cold and looking back like it was actually a little insane how cold I liked it because I would like bundle up in sweats and stuff and I would literally like turn the thermostat to like 45 degrees I know I know and and like Lainey her bed was like right above the um right above the thermostat so whenever she would fall asleep I would go and turn it all the way down because I'd be like sweating and then she because she liked it like pretty warm um and so she would turn it up and then like we would just go back and forth between like yeah between like turning it on and off um but you know we like coexisted and then the next year I lived with like same thing Laura um like three girls that are like still my best friends to this day but Morgan one of my roommates her freshman year she had an awful experience with her roommate like at first they were really good friends and like it was really chill and then her roommate started like copying her like some creepy stuff like Morgan dyed her hair blonder the roommate cut her hair and dyed her hair blonder Morgan was like wearing this outfit to go out her roommate went and put on the same exact outfit to go out and it like started with little things like that and then it started to get like really like kind of excessive and creepy and she would like really like copy her a lot and then tried to like hook up with like a one of the guys she was talking to and like a bunch of different stuff like that okay wait there's a movie that's like that, isn't it? It's called The, the roommate, roommate. Yeah, where like she's literally obsessed with yeah, the girl it was, and like wants to be her. It was. It started out like that, and then the roommate started being really fucking mean to her, oh. and like they just literally. It got so bad that Morgan was literally sleeping in Hannah and Emma, our other roommates' dorm room, like most oh of the time. God. Like she would just like come stay there overnight, like bring all her stuff and That's go to class horrible. the next day. It was really bad. That's awful. Being like kicked out of your own room and not having it feel like a safe space. I hate that. And then there was one time that her roommate like locked her out and then like could have come back and let her in and just didn't just like made her sit there that's fucking crazy see like I can't really say that I had like really crazy like roommate experiences um I think I lucked out my freshman year roommates we ended up being roommates all four years um the only difference is like our sophomore year we lived with a different girl than we did with our junior and senior year so like freshman year it was just the three of us um and then sophomore year three of us plus another person and then junior and senior year we had like a different girl and like we got really close to her too wait why did i not know that you guys were roommates freshman year yeah me me brianna who i call brick uh and kaylee we've all been roommates since freshman year we all met on facebook that is so nice i feel like i maybe knew that but i kind of forgot yeah so like we also met on like you know the facebook group for isu and originally it was just me and brianna and then kaylee joined the picture because me and brianna couldn't get um it's so weird calling her brianna me and brick could not get a double uh so we ended up getting a um a quad but like the person that kaylee was gonna room with ended up like not going to isu so we got the quad for just the three of us and it worked out and we just meshed so well together. We had like little nitpicky things here and there that we'd fight about. And it's just like, you know, cleanliness, like yeah. cleaning the dishes, like, um, you know, leaving the lights on, stuff like that. Or like just leaving stuff out. Like it was just like regular like roommate like yeah. stuff. Nothing too crazy. But yeah, I love them. And I know that they're listening. They literally like post every time that we record. I know. So or sweet. every time that we're, we're releasing. So absolutely love them. And I wouldn't trade them for the world because they made you know my college experience what it was and I I love it but yeah I I feel so bad for people that have awful roommate experiences I know it's just like 
sucky. Like I know that my roommates in college and I, we had a couple of friends that were like, oh, you guys like hang out in the living room together. Like my roommates and I don't hang out at all. Like we just sit in our rooms. Like I couldn't imagine my college roommate experience going literally any other way and you know this is kind of a good like segue into like talking about rso's and clubs and like different activities that you can have on campus i actually met my roommates in a very niche way i was in an acapella group in college (laughs) yeah 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 i know most of you who are listening you know that i met morgan like first day of auditions or whatever and we just like really hit it off and then she was actually so I really wanted to live off campus the second year and Morgan was actually going to live in the dorms with another girl Morgan or sorry Hannah and Emma they were a year older than us and so they had to live off campus for their junior year and so they started looking into like apartments and they were looking at they were looking for two other roommates and we had literally just joined the acapella group like a few weeks before and I knew that Morgan and I were hitting it off and I was like hey like haven't said anything to Hannah and Emma yet because I've literally met them like four times. But would you maybe want to like live with them next year? Like if you don't have any plans for like living anywhere or like would you maybe want to be roommates like off campus or whatever? And she was like, well, I'm actually planning on living with this other girl. Like they were going to live in the dorms. And so she was like, "Okay, actually, I do want to live off campus. And so she ended up like breaking off her plans with the other girl. And she was like, yeah, like, let's do it. And so we approached Emma and Hannah and we were like, hey, like, can we be your roommates? And they were like, I mean, you guys are in an SD with us. Like, we don't have any other prospects. We don't really know you, but sure. And so we literally like signed the lease before we were even official like friends. The first time I ever had a one on one conversation with Hannah was on our way back from signing the lease. So they really took a leap of faith with us because we could have been awful and it just ended up really working out and literally they're my best friends. But so it, it all worked out and that's great. That's that's amazing. But I mean, yeah, it, it never would have happened if I didn't join an RSO though. And so I'm just like really grateful for that because not only, you know, did I find the best roommates, but I had a lot of other friends that I, you know, met in the RSO and then like in the other RSOs that were like within the same niche and stuff, like just so many friends and it like truly shaped my college experience and I think like you can probably speak on that too like with your sorority and then like classes as well and then like Laura I don't know if you were in any clubs or anything in college or like any RSOs I did this club hockey team which was so much fun and (laughs) my roommates were both on like the ice women's ice hockey team so like we were constantly hanging out with those girls constantly had them over and I felt like they were you know my tightest buddies as well so I know definitely being involved in something like that is so important for sure yeah, no, I mean, I was in a sorority um, for three years, maybe two and a half. I can't remember when I decided to like drop. I just like I took one semester off, I think, because I wanted to like just focus on senior year. And it was a semester that like COVID hit. So like oh, that it worked out. That it worked out perfectly because I didn't have to pay for literally doing nothing. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, I did meet some really cool people in that sorority but it's so funny because like you know I joined the sorority to like gain you know new friends and like go through all these experiences and I was super super excited that I got to do that and I'm so grateful for like the leadership opportunities that I had and the friends that I met but I just still gravitated towards my roommates like yeah the three of us were just like complete best friends and realistically like the four of us like junior and senior year um we were just like attached by the hip and like we hang out all the time now like we see each other it's just it's so much fun but yeah I gravitated more towards them than I did with like the girls in my sorority um and that's not saying that there's anything bad about the girls in my sorority like I had so much fun with them I love them like I know some of them are listening um but Yeah, Yeah. I mean, not everyone you meet is going to be like your best friend. And I think that's totally okay. I feel like, you know, sometimes you just, like you said, gravitate more towards towards like certain people. And that was like the same thing with me and my roommates. Like we Mm -hmm. were in an acapella group together and like there were a ton of other people in the other acapella groups and stuff. But we were just like we were just best friends. And sometimes you just like click in that way. Yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like I loved talking to these girls and we had some amazing memories together, especially like during our like recruitment practices and stuff like that. But again, I just gravitated towards different people like my roommates and then like you when we met in Mm -hmm. class and we hit it off and it it was great. What would you guys say is like your biggest either mistake or like regret from college? Ooh. I know mine. Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think too. Sam, say yours. Should I say mine? Yeah, say yours. Mine is um, not saying yes 
to more like opportunities or like not saying yes to more things because I was feeling like held back in the relationship that I was in. There was just like a lot going on and like I didn't really feel like safe or comfortable like going out with like the person that I was in a relationship with. And so I would like say no to going out with my other friends because like I didn't want him to feel bad that I was like going out with my friends and not with him. And I so I really like I said a couple episodes back, I only went out like a handful of times. And I think that, you know, I would have done a lot more and like gone out a lot more if it weren't for like I'm not saying that I regret like the relationship. I just regret letting it hold me back and, you know, maybe not having missing out on some experiences because of that. I think one of my biggest regrets is not getting out of the major that I was in sooner. Mm. Uh, When I was in nursing, I hated my life. I was basically just trying to convince myself that I really loved it. Um, And I did to a certain extent, but I always knew that deep down it was not for me. And it affected me mentally and physically. Um, You know, during my first two years of college, like I gained a lot of weight. Um, And part of that was just, you know, freshman 15 and um you know being stressed out in the major that I was in um and then junior and senior year when I found out like what I was really good at which is PR um I was happier and I was focusing more on myself and I ended up losing like 60 65 70 pounds maybe no maybe maybe less than that I don't I don't remember (laughs) but yeah I, I lost a shit ton of weight and like I focused a lot on um you know just physical activity and like just mental health for myself but yeah just I wish I would have come to that realization sooner um because I was very unhappy those first two years of school what about you Laura yeah well I don't know I had such a fun time in college I do not regret anything I like like you guys were saying, your best of friends. I still like love my friends from college to death. Um, we still talk about our the stuff that we used to do and um, send each other our Snapchat memories like every day. Like I had one today that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, it was out at the bars and just stuff that we would say drunk and it still makes me laugh to this day. But um, maybe like I just feel like more kind of academic stuff as well. Maybe taking more time to do that and oh, really yeah. take advantage of like you know the connections that professors have like I definitely recommend people asking good recommendation yeah like my professor would there was this one professor that I had that actually came up to me and asked me if I wanted to go you know help him with certain things and kind of get my name out there for future internships and things of that nature and if I didn't have that I don't I wouldn't have any internship opportunities that I was able to have and things that helped me to grow to where I am now so definitely take advantage of um, your professors and their connections because it really can make leaps and bounds to where you are in your future career like I definitely will thank you know my professors for all of their help and everything for sure no that's that's really great I think maybe like building off of that if you can study abroad go study abroad I wish I would have done that that's one of my biggest regrets like I have seen so many people do it and I I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to be away from my boyfriend at the time for that long and that's such like a silly thing to say because like I should have been focusing on myself but I really, really wish that I studied abroad. I That's one of my biggest regrets because there were so many fun trips that ISU offered, especially within the communications department. Like, yeah, I really I wish know. that I went on one of them. I agree. I know. Same. Oh, I had something to say, but I forgot. Was it about? Oh, that? it was about academics. Going off of that, um, I think like a piece of advice, unsolicited advice, because I don't know if any of you are asking for it, <laughs> um, is not to put like so much pressure on yourself to be perfect and like do things perfectly like I did put a lot of pressure on myself in college and I worked like really really hard and like for the most part had like great grades but when I was a junior I took math 113 and I fucking failed it is the only (laughs) class I've ever failed in my life and I remember when I found out that I failed I sobbed my eyes out like I literally thought my life was over I was so 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 upset and I called my parents and I told them that I thought they were gonna absolutely kill me and they were like it's okay you learned what to do differently next time you you know what doesn't work for you and what does and like now you can just like learn from it and so I took the class again over the summer and everything was fine um but yeah just don't be so hard on yourself and it's okay to fail even if you put a lot of pressure on yourself to be perfect I I would have to agree and I'm like one of those people too where in my mind failure is not an option oh, so same. I I literally will stress myself out to make sure that things are perfect just because that's who I am and that's how I was raised. But 
at the end of the day, like I have to remind myself, like it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to, you know, hit a few road bumps here and there. It pisses me off. Don't get me wrong. It pisses me off to like no end because I feel like that shouldn't be happening to me. But it's just like stuff that I have to realize too. And if you're in that same mindset, like sometimes you just have to like take a step back and chill and just realize like things are going to be okay. And it's okay that these things are happening yeah I mean like for me it was a very humbling experience oh yeah because (laughs) that's a good way to put it because like I was doing great in every other area and like I just math not my strong suit not my strong suit at all and I just felt like I was like I fucking suck like I am a failure and then I was I, I like took a step back and looked at it and I was like okay I'm not good at math and like that's okay I just need to get through this I need to just like do the class and then I'm never gonna have to fucking touch math again in my life if I don't exactly. want to. You you with PR you really don't have to. I mean I maybe mean, like reporting and stuff. But well yeah but like, like you know Excel. You have a computer like, for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I don't need Pay to. Pay attention to your math classes but like. I don't need to know the quadratic equation. Or <laughs> <laughs> on a way lighter note and on a completely different subject what was your guys's like dining hall guilty pleasure? Ooh, oh, fun. I have I have two. I mean, I can I can start this. Yeah, one go for it. Um, so I went to Grand Valley, which is in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and they had this thing called late night, and it was like after a certain time on every single weekday, and it would change. It was a special dining hall called Kleiner, if anybody knows. Um, and it was either like chicken tenders. It was oh. like an ice cream sundae. It was like pizza. It was like fries, things that were absolutely not healthy whatsoever. But I think it was after like 10, you'd go and you could get whatever the hell you wanted. That was my guilty pleasure. And I can't tell you how many times I did that. Hello, freshman 15. But <laughs> wait, they had it every night, every single night. Yeah, yes. we had that. But it was just like right before finals. It was like three nights. No. But you had it was only one hour. It was like 10 to 11, I want to say. And it was very limited supply. So you had to get there like right at 10 if you wanted like an ice cream sundae or something like that. It was Dang. like hot fudge. Amazing. It was so good. Now I'm craving it. I, I miss late night. Other than like the waffles at like Wadi, like I'd always fucking make waffles like on weekends, especially. And like I'd fucking top it with ice cream. Oh, yeah. Um, so good. But other than that, I want to say the stir fry station oh we yeah had, we had a, was good we had a stir fry station at um try right at try where like all the athletes lived and i just loved going there and honestly the food always tasted better at try i think that's like a running joke within like the isu yeah. community like they just knew how to feed the athletes better um so yeah that They're was freaking patty mounts at try they oh never that shit at Waterson. right yeah what was yours um i have two and one of them is Wadi chicken quesadillas. Oh my God. Like something about the sauce that they put in the chicken. So good. It was like so crispy. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. And I used to put rice in my quesadilla. And then they had queso too. Like the Mexican oh, station. God. Oh my God. I would get like my quesadilla and I would get like chicken, rice, and cheese. And then I would get queso and chips on the side. And then like guac, salsa, sour cream, like everything. <laughs> Love. I wish you guys could see Sam's face right I'm now. Like, She's like, oh my God. I want it. <laughs> Even though I'm lactose intolerant. Wadi <laughs> Wadi Dillas were like my freaking kryptonite. Um, that and also the soft serve, vanilla soft serve with cereal. Um, I would always put like whatever cereal they had. It was usually Reese's Puffs, Fruit Loops, or Fruity Pebbles on top of my vanilla soft serve. Oh my God. So good. That's a good idea. Good. Oh my gosh. I'm Now I that I'm thinking it. about it, like on the weekends, like for breakfast, there was this one chef that always made omelets. I don't know if you were ever up for like, you know, weekend breakfasts, but there's this one chef. um, People would stand in line for his omelets and he was just like a master at what he did. He would do everyone's like one by one and he, you could tell he put loved into it or that he put, you could tell that he put love into it. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, Ashley, do you remember the friggin' honey sriracha tempura chicken? Yes. That shit was oh. so good. I feel like, okay, we're going to end this episode and just talk. Well, we're going to end the college episode and just talk about food now. No, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my but, gosh. Oh, I could. Now I'm like hungry and we just had Poke Bowls. <laughs> I know. Um, Laura, did your campus have like. Um, like restaurants, like to do restaurants on campus. I know that we had subways like oh, all yeah. over ISU. That and, was like, like the main one. Yeah. I know. I have I ate more subway in the four years that I went to Illinois State than I ate like in the rest of my life combined. 
Oh, yeah. We had, um, I don't know. If, I don't think we had Subway. We had Einstein bagels. I would go there and get their smoothies. Amazing. And bagels. And we had, you know, Starbucks, of course. We had Panda. Oh, wait a minute. We did have Subway. And that's how I got so sick of it with that slimy meat, I feel like, that Subway has. <laughs> I'm yeah. dressing up like a fucking yeah, we Subway did. sandwich. Yes. Not, see, I'm not a fan of Subway. But yeah, I... I think I had so much Subway freshman year because it was right there at Waterson, and it literally made all of Waterson smell like Subway. Um, okay, I, I low-key loved though. the smell. No, not the that slimy meat Ew. I, I think it was the bread. The and bread you're cookies. Weird. Maybe no, I am Sam, weird. you're weird. You're kind of weird. It is you're, weird. You're, it's you're okay. With, you're now with the jelly people. No, <laughs> no I, I not the jelly I, people. Don't put me in that tier. I don't deserve that kind of insult. <laughs> Sorry to all the jelly people listening. <laughs> um oh my god no but ugh, i miss college i really fucking miss college i do too college was so fun i mean like honestly i'm thriving now love my life love where i'm at but like if you're in college just Take soak it all in because yeah. you will never have another time in your life like that i'm really curious though and we'll probably do an instagram poll like what what restaurants took over like your college town like for us for isu people it was definitely fucking subway a hundred percent there was a subway at every quarter. Also, I don't know if you've heard of this, Sam, but people have always said that the Chipotle at ISU just like hits different than it any does. other Chipotle. And I would have to agree. I agree. I would have to agree. Um, so I don't know. Do you like Chipotle, Laura? I love Chipotle. We're going to have to take you to ISU to get I some loved Chipotle. It. Oh my God. They didn't have that at my campus, but we had like a bunch of different other sub shops. This other sub shop called Herbert and Gerbert. Better than Subway, no slimy meat, amazing. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, wait. What? What was your go-to drink in college? Like, not like, I'm not talking like a bar drink. I mean like house party, like before you were old enough to buy alcohol. Oh, like, what was your go-to drink? I have one. Let's hear it. I can never even smell the smell of Sunny D ever again. <laughs> but for some reason, we would get Malibu, like the coconut Malibu, and then we would mix it with Sunny D. And I can't tell you how many times I drank a Malibu and Sunny D. It's so sugary, so repulsive to even think of now. But I loved it. Like, me and my roommates would just butt chug Sunny D in <laughs> Mine was just vodka crayons, in all honesty. Or, no, vodka lemonades with Svetka. And I, like, I cannot believe that that is what I drank. I think everyone just goes through, like, their Svetka phase. Oh, and yeah. I, yeah. I look at it now and I'm just like, why? Why did I do that? Like, I've... I poured it not too long ago, and I was like, this is thick. It's like cough syrup. It is. How did I, like, how was I chugging this stuff? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ugh. Morgan and I used to get freshman year when we would have somebody buy us alcohol. It depended on if we wanted to get super fucked up or just tipsy, and you guys are going to laugh when you hear what it is. Oh, no. If we wanted to get tipsy, we would get one. If we want to get super fucked up, we would get two Mike's Harders. Oh, oh my god! Like a tall boy. Isn't it funny that that's what would get us like fucked up? Yeah, like just a tall boy. Yeah, and you would get one. two if you wanted to get really fucked really up. fucked up. We'd have two, and then <laughs> sophomore year we went through like a four loco phase where we would each drink no. like three sips and be like on Why our butts. Would you go back to? I <laughs> don't know. No. That's like a thing you do in high school. I didn't drink in high school. Okay, um, and then Morgan loco. didn't either. So that was our our phase. Other than that, yeah, I would drink Svedka, usually like strawberry lemonade, the raspberry one or blue raspberry. The strawberry one makes me want to throw up. Or now. oh my god, it's awful. Or peach with Chris like crystal light lemonade and water. You Ugh. guys have to let us know too, like what you guys were uh drinking before you were of age. Yeah. Um but going off of that, what about what's your favorite bar drink? My favorite well, bar once drink? You, once you were able to go to the bars, what was your like constant order? I didn't go to the bars <laughs> that much in college, but I would get a I would get a fat jack tsunami. <sighs> Yes, um, tsunamis are fucking amazing. Are like my go-to bar drinks now are either like a vodka Bay Breeze, which is like cranberry, pineapple, and vodka, which it's like, you know, you know what they say about pineapple juice, but also oh. like the cranberry, <laughs> it just like gets rid of the UTIs. That or like a um, tequila soda, double lime. I guess when I was able to go to the bar, for some reason, everybody's like, let's get vodka Red Bulls. And I would drink, like, a ton of those once I was, like, 21. And I don't know how, like, my stomach could handle it. Your heart. How was it not, like, beating out of your chest? I I would drink all of that sugar, all of that vodka, and um, Red Bull. It was insane. And they would – 
there's this one bar, it was a country bar, and you would get like a mason jar with a um, handle and they would put the whole Red Bull in it and I would double fist them two oh, at a time gosh, and I would Louise. drink through them. I don't know. I could not do it now. It makes me want to throw up, but now I like a, a good little G&T and some lime. I love I that. I love gin and tonics. Yes. I would order those at the bars all the time and my roommates would be like, Ashley, what the fuck? Are you an old man? No, they're so <laughs> good. I love gin and tonics. I absolutely love them. That, I, too. I would order that or a tsunami from Fat Jacks or if I was like in a chill environment, um, if you go to ISU and you know what pub is, I would get a margarita pitcher so sometimes two if i was feeling a little frisky <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> two whole mar- pitchers yeah oh That's, my god you well, can they drink were, they were Damn. i can drink i am my father's daughter if you've ever <laughs> met my dad you know he can drink and i'm also part polish so i can i can drink <laughs> i am also part polish and i can drink one drink per night <laughs> <laughs> i'm polish too and i guess i'm uh, in the middle We've got all ends of the spectrum here <laughs> in the GMTA podcast studio. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. This has been fun. Yeah. I'm, like, reminiscing now and just, like, oh, my gosh. I want to – I just, like, wish I could bring you, two back to, like, my college experience and, like, have you meet, like, all my friends, like, in the moment and just, like, have those experiences with me and, like, all that stuff. I just want to build, too. like, a little time machine. I know. I want to recreate – I know I kind of said this the last episode, but I want to recreate like the last moments that we missed in college because we fucking missed out. I feel like we just need like six. What was it? Six months? Three months? Just to be irresponsible college kids yes. again. I at, know. At I have 23 and 24. Yeah. While we all have corporate jobs. Three months of PTO. Yes. There we go. <laughs> just get to fuck around, drink and relax. Just go back to yeah. our college town. I can't believe we missed that. Yeah. So sad. So if you're in college right now, enjoy it. Eat that shit up. I mean, yeah, live your life. Both literally and figuratively eat that shit up. Go yeah. to Wadi and eat all the freaking quesadillas that I can't. <laughs> go to whatever residence hall, dining hall you're at. Just like go live your fucking life and enjoy it. Live it for us. Live it for me, Sam and Laura, because Please we want to go back. We're living vicariously through you. Yes. I guess this is like a good way to like end off the episode. Like we had some fun stories to share. We had some fun experiences to share. We talked about drinks. We kind of dove deep into college and, you know, we're really excited to hear some of the stuff that you guys have to say. So make sure to check out some of our polls that we're going to feature on the GMTA uh, Instagram. Um, So go ahead and reply to those stories because we want to hear from you. And thank you to our lovely guest, Laura Louise, my bedroom neighbor. But thank you guys so much again. I had so much fun. Yeah. Oh, follow Laura on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Um, Wait a minute. I need to. (laughs) (laughs) We'll link it below. Yeah, we'll link her Instagram so you can all follow her. And it's just my name. My name is L-O-R-A-D-O-B-B-S. And I'm a blast in the glass. That's my uh, bio. Bio. Yes. (laughs) Love to see it, ladies. All right. All right. Signing off. We'll uh, see you next week. See you next week.